Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, the program that shows you how to turn your obstacles into opportunities and your problems into solutions and make your dreams come true. And I have to tell you, we are now in our 23rd or probably 23rd year at Voice America, and I'm interviewing two incredible people who I've known that long and who are an amazing couple. And we're talking about today how to make relationships that are good even better. So today, my guests are Cher and Bill Holton. Um, They are reverends, they're ordained unity ministers, and they are founders of the Holton Consulting Group, which combines secular business teachings along with ongoing spiritual practices. They have worked with clients in the U.S., Canada, Germany, England, South America, with a mission of leading, guiding, and inspiring people and organizations to live productively and joyfully at the speed of life, one choice at a time. Their clients have included Fortune 100 companies, healthcare facilities, universities, associations, and government agencies. They have published 50 titles, including their newest book, which we're talking about today, Relationship Playbook. They are business partners, they're dance partners, co-authors, fun lovers, and they are marriage partners for 45 years. Sharon Bill will share their secrets to build trust and add strength to your stability and fun to your significant and deep lasting relationships. Welcome, Sharon Bill. Oh, welcome. Yes. Thank you. We are so glad to be here. It's good to be with you. You know, I, I have to tell the audience, I met Sharon Bill about, well, over 25 years ago, I had a television show in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, on Fox Television, which was very different than it is today. <laughs> and I was on a community access channel. Well, I was on Fox, but it was their community access program. And my first guests were Cher and Bill Holton. <laughs> I met them. Do you remember that, Cher and Bill? I do remember. Yeah. Yes. They came in the studio. And after that, we became friends. And I mean, they have written so many books. I think I've interviewed them on many of them. They, they're ballroom dancers and they've written books on from the boardroom to the ballroom. Is that right? Right. Yes. Yeah, right. <laughs> just some amazing, uh, you know, other wonderful books that they've written. The Manager Short Course, which I think won an award. Yes. Yes. So they're both, um, I have to tell you, and all the people I've met over the years, they are one of the most happy and amazing and productive couples. Um, and I, and I, I just really admire you both. And I'm so glad you wrote this book because I kept saying to you with all the other books, you got to write a book on relationships. <laughs> yep. You're the reason it's written. Yep. <laughs> You're the one who kept pushing us. <laughs> so the book is really, as you said to me, it's not for people in trouble in the relationship, right? It's for people in good relationships who want to make the relationship even better. That's correct. Yes. It's really important to be aware of that because it's a book designed to help people bring more joy and fun into their relationship and build their ability to communicate more effectively. So it's for people who want to get better at being a couple. It's it's for relationships that are already underwritten with trust. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, there are four major categories in the book. 
So let's talk about the first one is called, it's so cute. I love the word to use, relationship hors d'oeuvres. Yes. <laughs> tidbits and advice that you have created a series of conversational prompts that will stimulate a conversation. Explain that. So we called it hors d'oeuvres because, you know, hors d'oeuvres are just the little tidbits that you eat. And these are tidbits that will get you started in a conversation. So they're designed to, uh, a lot of times people sit down and they can't think of anything to talk about. You know, there's this awkward silence or what do we say or we talk about mundane things. So these little tidbits are just really quotes or statements that will trigger the conversation. And some of them are a little longer and some of them are just really short. Give an example, please. Okay, so a short example would be get a handle on your disappointments and anger. Uttering the wrong thing at the wrong time can steer your relationship in the wrong direction. So then you read that together, and then there's some questions in our book that help you talk about that. So when I hear that, what what does it make me feel? What am I feeling when I hear that particular hors d'oeuvre? Mm. Or what do I agree with or disagree with? Or what question does it raise for me? Mm. How can we apply this to our relationship? And then it just takes off from there. So I have a question. Do you think, and I have found this to be helpful, if something bothers me, um, I sometimes I bring it up right away and sometimes I don't. Sometimes I, I work it through and I understand the other side. But then two or three days later, it might still bother me. And then I bring it up and I say, you know, I handled it. I understand why this happened. I understand, you know, your point of view, but I have to tell you how I felt. And I find that 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 was much better than just all of a sudden blurting it out because I hadn't really processed it, but it was still lingering with me. So I did bring it up, but, but my partner was able to listen And at first they said, well, you haven't let it go because you're still upset about it. And I said, well, it it affected me. I understand why you felt this way or said this thing. I understand it completely. And we were able to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And then we let it go. Excellent. Yeah. um, And what you've just uh, reminded the audience is that when your relationship is based on openness and trust with each other, um, as as a groundwork, if you will, for discussing just what you've raised, for example, as, as an example, that's what makes it work. Because you can trust at any time during your relationship to bring up things like that, um, That uh, which is why we said in a relationship that's in difficulty, you don't want to add any more problems to the bandwidth of that difficulty. But also, too, Sharon, Bill, don't you think you have to be respectful of the person? You don't want to say, well, Bill, you said that. Share, you said that. Exactly. Right. In fact, a neat technique that we share with, with folks we talk with is to tell, share the story you're writing in your own head. Like, you know, when this happened yesterday, here's the story I've been writing in my head about it. Let's talk about that and what you really meant and how we could work through this. And that way you're not putting anything on the other person. You're actually taking responsibility for the way you interpreted it, but also inviting the conversation to go deeper. And we turn we turn the, uh, the Shakespearean quote around. For example, what I'm talking about is, uh, to be or not to be, that is the question, according to Willie. Well, we've turned that around. It's to be or not to be, and that is the answer. 
what do you want to be in the relationship? And each of you ask your same question and your hope that you want to be positivity and yeah. trust Yeah, that uh, as opposed to the negativity. Yeah. I do want to share this because I think it's relevant. This I'm going to share it very quickly. The story that I was referring to, it was very simple. It was, I thought we were meeting at five o'clock and it actually, he didn't say that. He said, I'll see you later. So five o'clock comes and there's, there's no Bruce. And now six and six thirty comes by six thirty. I'm like a basket case. I've got him on the floor upstairs in my head, you know, uh-huh. oh my God. And oh my God, oh my God. And then I'm thinking I'm going to call his kids and I know I should, but I'm, I'm not. So finally at the very end, when I was at my wits end, I did call. Luckily I didn't get anybody. Right. And, but he calls me. First of all, what had happened was we never set a time. I had five in my head. And when I told him that I had called his son, he got very upset with me, you know, that I would call his kids and upset them and get them crazy and blah, blah, blah. And, and then he just got angry. And I'm like, wait a minute, I was afraid something really happened to you. And, but then I, I processed it and I went, wait, I understand how hard that would be for him if I called his kids, because then they're going to think something's wrong with dad. And I, I got that. So I was quiet about it. But then two days later, I brought it up and I said, you know, you didn't recognize, you're right, I had the wrong time and I got it messed up. I said, but I was really worried about you and you didn't acknowledge that because you were upset that I might upset your kids. Mm-hmm. And, but, and, and we talked about it and it was gone, but it, that could have been really hard. And yet it turned out to be loving because I knew what I did. I don't mm-hmm. know why I had that in my head. Because he's never late like that, not an hour and a half, but we didn't have the time. And so it, it, it worked out and I did freak out probably more than I should have. But, you know, what can you say? And what you can learn from that, that's the key, is how do we use this now for good? So one of the things we've learned is how important it is to be precise when we set times. All right. Because we build times. That's like that as soon as possible phrase. Mm. That is so such a stupid phrase to use because we all get our own vision of what that means and then we base everything on it. So being precise in our conversation and also recognizing that things that we do, we do from a place of love. And so remember, we're doing it from a place of love. I mean, you were calling his kids from a place of love and concern and he's expressed his concern about his kids being called from a place of love. For them as well. And so if we can always remember where we're coming from, then our conversation can grow from that. Yeah. That's very beautifully said. I'm glad I told that story because mm-hmm. that's really and beautifully the way you phrased it. Yeah. Uh, right. I, and I like to add too that one of the things the things that Sarah and I do is that we affirm uh either vocally or or just to ourselves to always bring the poise of our loving relationship to the noise of outer circumstances. All right, let me get this. That the, poise, the poise of your loving relationship, relationship to the noise. Noise of outer circumstances. Yeah, that's very good. Poise and to the noise. Po- and then you could shorten it to poise to the noise. After you've said it yeah. a few times, it just becomes such a powerful affirmation yeah. and reminder. not to. And, let- and I must add here, I must say, Bill is an incredible writer. <laughs> I wrote my second book. He helped me write it. And you've always come up with these incredible phrases, Bill. Uh, yeah, nice. he's very good at that. Uh, wow. he, by the way, he has another one that fits this situation too. Uh, be fair, 
without being fair game. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's yeah, another bill. Send these to me, Bill, and I'm going <laughs> to put them on my board. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's special. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes it's just the way you say something too. You know? Oh yeah. So um, it's true. All right. We're going to take a break. But before we do, how can people find you and find all of your books and uh, things about your coaching services? Okay. We have a couple of different websites in terms of all our products. We put them all in one place, holtonproductmall.com. So it's H-O-L-T-O-N productmall, all one word, dot com. And that will give you all our all books and uh, everything that we have available. And then you could go to holtonconsulting.com or ucfyp.org. Those are our two corporate and spiritual websites that will give you information about all that we do. And we have lots of good resources there as well. Okay, wonderful. All right. So when we come back, we're going to talk now about what are some fun questions to stimulate discussions that go deeper and strengthen your understanding. So stay tuned. Again, this book is called Relationship Playbook by Reverends Cher and Bill Holton. And it is really for couples who want to deepen and strengthen their already good relationship. But no matter how good your relationship is, we all things come up. We all have triggers. We all have issues. And so this book really helps you to heighten that and deepen it. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Voice America is on LinkedIn. Connect with us today. Every conversation we have with the people in our lives is part of a relationship with them. From coworkers and bosses to spouses, kids, and parents to your favorite cashier at the grocery store, the path a relationship takes can have many twists and turns. The Relationship Road Trip, hosted by Dr. Don Azevedo, is here to provide a roadmap for your relationships. The Relationship Road Trip, Thursdays at 8 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Variety Channel. It is time to change the negative narrative of divorce. Families are hungry for a different option. Listen to The Good Divorce Show with Karen McNinney. You will discover how to function as one family living in two homes. There are high-functioning, stable, and happy divorce families living in your neighborhood. What's their secret sauce? What did their journey look like? Do they have regrets or recommendations? Let's find out. It's never too late to have a good divorce. The Good Divorce Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Relationships can be tricky. If you are looking for more from the relationships in your life, tune in to Kissing in a Tree with host Kelly Nichols. Kelly is a body-positive sex and relationship coach, and she wants to share her knowledge to help you become a better partner and a better person. Kissing in a Tree, Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. 
You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We're back. You're listening to The Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. All right. And our guests today are Reverend Sharon Bill Holton. They are ordained unity ministers and founders of the Holton Consulting Group, which combines secular business teachings with ongoing spiritual practices. They have 50 books and they're publishing companies, and they have two publishing companies. And their newest one that I'm thrilled they wrote is called The Relationship Playbook. And it's really for couples who want to strengthen already good relationships. And so welcome back, my dear friends that I've known for years, Sharon Bill Holton, who've worked with clients all over the world, and from Fortune 100 companies to healthcare facilities to associations and government agencies, and have written many books, including the Manager Short Course, and they're ballroom dancers, and they wrote a book on from the ballroom to the bed to, to the from the boardroom from the boardroom to the ballroom. <laughs> Got that a little mixed up there. Um, so, uh, <laughs> welcome back, Sharon Bell. So let's talk about relationship playbook and continue along these lines. Um, so, what are some fun questions to stimulate discussions that can bring you deeper and strengthen your understanding more? Okay. Well, I'll, I'll start with this one. Here's the question. Suppose you could take a pill that would destroy your greatest fear. What fear would you rid yourself of and why? For me, it would be worrying. Ah, and see, that then can lead into a nice conversation as you share with each other, because as we look back at the last segment and you shared your story, that worry mm-hmm. was what led to a lot of the things that perpetuated that issue you experienced. Mm. So it wasn't, and, and so the worry is a fear, you, looking deeper at what might that be. And you can have fun with the fear question, or you can uh, just talk about other things that you're afraid of and how you can support each other right. as you help deal with fears that people have. Because if you look at that, that worry was based on loss. You don't want to lose some. You don't want to lose the person. Right. Yeah. Very, very interesting. And love. And love was underneath that. Yeah. When you have that deeper love, the loss is that much more of a fear that could creep in. You didn't you, know, care, you wouldn't have the fear. It's so interesting because we don't think of things this way, really. I mean, we think about what's wrong, the person's wrong, they didn't listen, blah, blah, blah. And relationships don't work and 50% are divorced and blah, 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 whatever it is. And I mean, you're saying everything <coughs> that makes so much sense, but in such a different way than we hear it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. We don't hear people talk about, oh, well, that's because you love me. Mm. <laughs> and that's one of the intentions of the book is for people to begin to share what we'd like about each other. What? How can we get deeper with each other? How can we grow in the same direction together? Because so often people start out together, but then they grow separately. Right. And how to have fun. How do we laugh more? How do we enjoy being each other and who we are? But do you think for some couples, it's easier than others? And here's what I mean by that. I mean, it seems, and I could be wrong, but it seems like you and Bill didn't have to work as hard at that because it's just kind of more natural for you. Mm, We worked very hard at it. I I really want to emphasize that we made conscious choice to grow 
together. And we both have been divorced. So this was a second marriage for both of us. And we knew what we didn't want. And we knew what we did want. And we raised two children in the midst of that also. And uh, that made that created issues, obviously. And so we just really have continued to work on growing. How can we continue to grow together? And it's still happening. We have a plaque above our bed that says, grow old along with me. The best is yet to be. And we live by that premise. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. Uh, so tell us some more, some other um, questions. Okay, so let's just pull one out of the blue here. Uh, suppose you could be on the filming set of your all-time favorite movie. What is the movie and what would you like to do while you're there? And that's a favorite question of mine because I have a drama background, of course, and I love the whole all the dramatics. But it's just and the point of the question, like a lot of people are thinking, like, what? This is weird. But it's something to talk about. And you never know where it's going to lead, but you start talking about what your favorite movies are. Well, what did you like about that movie? Well, if you could be that character, um, what would you say? Who would you pick for your co-star? It could just lead to all different kinds of conversation. And that's part of the fun of a relationship is finding out those deeper little, little fun things about each other. And you could apply that to sports. Like where he really loves sports. You could say, you know, think if you were at the game or at a at a playoff or you were sitting with the team yeah. and watching them in rehearsal. Right. Right. What or if you could be at go to visit any sporting event in the world, what sporting event would you want to be at and what would you want your role to be? Mm-hmm. You could be or do anything, like just assume you have all the skill and technique you need to do anything. What would you want to do there? And it's interesting because you'd probably want to be the announcer because <laughs> that's what you do. And he would probably want to be the star, whatever part the um, yeah, sport it was. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Or I mean, just um, want to get to know the people. <laughs> right. And it also shows how you support could support each other. Like if we were both there, this would be my role. That would be your role. How would we support each other doing that? And then, oh, look, how do we do that in our life? You know, you can always bring it back. But it also takes out the boredom because yeah. what happens is after a while, you're sitting at the breakfast table, you're sitting, it's like you're not talking. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, there's nothing to say. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have breakfast at the same time. It gets, you really, I think, I think, and I'd love your opinion on this. I think you have to watch that because I think it's easy to just get into that kind of routine and boredom. Well, levity is important. Uh, and, and that's why in a lot of our questions, they really um, include levity, uh, include um, uh, words and concepts that are not normally used together. And you just you know kind of uh, uh, fit those things together. Uh, if you talk about raise your vibration, for example, um, it's called hybration. If you want to be a higher vibration uh, in terms of hertz uh, and uh, uh, and give to it hertz, but but the hertz we're talking about is the HTZ hertz. It's a vibrational hertz, you know. So combining concepts like that to make your point sort of helps with the levity, but as well as the clarification and understanding as well. Yeah, incredible. Any other one you would like to share? Uh, how about suppose you and your partner were transformed into a holiday ornament? What ornament would you be, and why? 
And that would be a fun one to just play with and even maybe design it. What would it look like? Would we be in it or would it be symbols that represent us or what would it be? And um, yeah, that's interesting. That and, yeah. and I agree with you, Patricia, that that if we don't, these are designed to create a conversation when you don't know what you want to talk about. You can just pick up the book and open it and share one because this book is not meant to be read from cover to cover. It's a book you use on an ongoing basis and you just pick it up and open it and say, oh, here's one. And and then a conversation starts. Mm -hmm. And before you know it, you're off on an, you never know where it's going to go. It just takes off. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes um, like if you know the person is, uh, really knowledgeable in the subject. You could do a fun quiz, you know, find a fun quiz and say, do you know the answer to this? You know, and that can stimulate conversation. It's not as deep, but it's, it's you know, certainly adds to that. Yeah, we just find well, their communication. Communication is one of the keys to a good relationship, but it's got to be good communication, effective communication. It doesn't just mean talking or waiting for your turn to talk. It's really creating that that unexpected conversation. So you have to listen because you don't know what to expect. What do you say to couples who are happy, but are going through some kind of a loss? And that could be a family loss, could be a financial loss, could be a health loss. I mean, but it's, it's definitely relationship. What do you say? Obviously, it's going to depend on the situation and the couple, but looking at loss, grief is important. And to allow the opportunity and time and space for grief in its own way, I think is really important. And acknowledge how you can support one another through that experience. Because um, a different part of us shows up when we go through loss, a part of us that we may not have exposed to our partner before. And so this is an opportunity to, again, be open and communicative about it and allowing the expression of grief to be something that I can become supportive to as opposed to closed out from. Right. And listening to your partner's feelings, correct? Would that be another? Absolutely. Listening is so critical because uh, if, if I, if I, most people don't really listen, they just allow the space for the other person to talk until it's their turn, you know, and they're planning in their head what they're going to say when it's their turn to talk, but to truly listen is quite a skill. And to be patient with one another because we all grieve a little differently mm-hmm. than our partner. And and to make that okay uh, and to make sure you're available for each other going through the process because mm-hmm. it is a process. And it's not about fixing anything. Yeah. It's about being present to that person. There's a cute little video of uh, a YouTube about a couple who's having a conversation um, and it's called, it's not about the nail. The guy's trying to solve the problem. And, and of course, his partner is, is, is expressing very emotionally how she feels. And his trying to fix it too soon is not working. And she has a nail stuck in her forehead is, is, is the idea, which means a, a, a very uh, recurrent thought that's stuck in her neuroverse. And she's trying to figure out what that is. And and uh, he's not helping because he's trying to fix it right away. And all she wants to do is to emote. And she <laughs> wants him to emote with her. And yeah. it's, it's about a two-minute video that's really fun <laughs> for communication. 
All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Sharon Bill about playful activities to bring fun back to relationship. Um, and again, Reverends Sharon Bill Holton are ordained unity ministers. They are founders of the Holton Consulting Group, which combines secular business teachings with ongoing spiritual practices. They published over 50 titles, and their latest one is called Relationship Playbook, and that's what we're talking about now. So stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Holtons. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. A little birdie told me Voice America is on Twitter. At Voice America TRN. The boroughs are New York City. The burbs are everywhere else. Real estate is the ultimate game of risk and reward. It's the biggest investment most people ever make. Fortunes are made over a lifetime and lost in a day. And we're not playing with Monopoly money. How do you stay ahead? Who's buying? Who's selling? And why? What do they know? We want the truth. You need an edge. Burrows and Burbs is your secret weapon to giving you the insider knowledge and strategies you need to succeed in the high-stakes world of real estate. From Palm Beach to Palm Springs, Manhattan to Malibu, we press the experts to expose the pain, find the deals, and occasionally predict the future. That's Burrows and Burbs, 3 o'clock Eastern, noon Pacific, because everyone can make money in real estate. Do you know that over 70% of people with disabilities are not counted in the workforce with twice the unemployment rate of the non-disabled? Join Joyce Bender, CEO of Bender Consulting Services and a disability leader as she talks about best practices and newest trends in disability employment on Disability Matters. As a person living with epilepsy and hearing loss, Joyce is an international advocate for disability employment. Tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Planning for college? Tune in to Getting In, a college coach conversation for tips, techniques, and insider perspectives. Hosted by Bright Horizons College Coach, a team of former admissions and financial aid officers, the show takes a deep dive on subjects such as choosing the best essay topic, negotiating merit aid, and navigating the common app. Listeners will learn what really goes into college acceptance decisions from the experts who used to make them. New episodes drop Thursdays on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on VoiceAmerica.com, America's Voice. And my guests are two of my favorite people, Sharon Bill Holton, who are Unity ordained Unity ministers and founders of the Holton Consulting Group, which combines secular business teachings with ongoing spiritual practices. They've worked with clients all over the world, and they also have 50 titles in their two publishing companies. And one of their, their newest books, which is one we're talking about now, is The Relationship Playbook. And they are really the right people to talk about this because they are not only business partners 
you know, and dance partners and co-authors and fun lovers, but they're marriage partners for 45 years. And they really share their secrets of trust, building trust, and adding fun to your lasting relationship. This book is really for people who have good relationships. That doesn't mean it's perfect. It doesn't mean we don't have issues, but have a good solid foundation and want to make it even better. So welcome back, Sharon Bell. Thank you. All right. Let's talk about the third part, your third section of your book, Playful Activities to Bring Fun to Your Relationship, Things You Can Do Together. Go ahead. This is our favorite part of the book. We love this part because uh, part of a good relationship, in our opinion, is just finding ways to have fun together. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. I mean, it's nice to be able to go on nice vacations and take cruises and fly around the world and that. But not everybody has that available. And so we wanted to come up with activities that you could do anytime, uh, just you decide you want to have fun and you pick one of these activities and do it. And you can open a book again anywhere in, in this section and find one. So, and we've done, these are all tested. And we all have right. done them. No. <laughs> What's your favorite? I want Bill's favorite and Cher's favorite. Okay. Mm. This will be, this is one of them. They're all so good, mm-hmm. but this is one of my very favorites that I want to share. And it's create a scavenger hunt meal. So what you do is you go to the grocery store, but together, and but then you separate and you visit the, all the food-related aisles. And you, you don't have to do it. To, you could do it together. You could do it separately. But you pick only one item from each aisle. So one item per food-related aisle. And then use your purchases to create a meal together when you get them home. Wow. And it's really fun to do together, but it's even more fun if one of you takes half the store and the other one takes the other half. And then when you get home, you look at your purchases and figure out a meal you can make with them. Yep. <laughs> that is, did you figure, who who designed that? Cher or Bill? Or well, both? It was, I started it, but it was a joint effort as it, as it grew. And we did it a few times and did it differently. Like the idea of separating to do it. I, that really created a whole new twist to the activity. Well, yeah, because what if, you know, you have two items that are just so disparate, if you will. Huh. Yeah, that does happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. And now, you, do you, do you have to use all of them? Is that part of the game? You have to yes. use everything. Yes. Use everything. Yes. yes. You may how, have does, how does it come out? Oh, it's fun. I mean, it's just funny. It's not a meal you would invite a lot of people over and and want to serve as your meal of, of you know, to, to show off. But it's such a fun experience. And you end up taking pictures of it and everything. Oh, really? I'm going to I'm going to try that. I think that'll be a lot of fun. I'm going to I'm going to try that. All right, Bill, yours. Well, uh, I'm, I'm not going to be too specific with this. I'll let it uh, in your listeners' uh, own imagination. But my favorite all time is to take pictures of each other in fun poses. And I'll, okay. let, I'll let your listeners decide what, what fun poses means. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, with smartphones now, very easy to do. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> it is fun. And just doing funny things and seeing how many different funny pictures you can get of each other. Yeah, that's, that's really fun. Okay, what have you heard from, from readers who've written to you and said, this is the activity I love? Oh, wow. Let's see. I think one of the favorites that uh, several people have mentioned to us, and it surprised us that this would be a favorite, was to share memories about how the two of you met. And here's why this was so interesting, because we had one couple who told us, we sat down, we thought this is going to be an easy one, let's do that. And they started sharing, and they had two different memories 
of how they'd met. It wasn't the same story. And that just cracked them up. And they started remembering things they had met before they had actually gotten together as a couple. So they knew each other before. So thinking about how they met, it was totally different. And it brought back a lot of great memories for them. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, fun. Any other one? Um, One that they've liked too is, is to learn a magic trick together where both of you perform it at the same time, different parts of it, but it's a magic trick and they can make up whatever trick is, is on their mind, whether it involves a hat or a rabbit or, or, or whatever piece of clothing. We provide uh, some some links to find easy yeah. magic tricks that people could learn <laughs> together. Yeah. But it's fun. Magic is a fun way to, to just, it's almost like now we have our own little secret. We know how we did it. And it's one more thing we can share. And then we get to show it to people, but it's still ours. And it's just a neat little yeah, fun way to do things. And uh, we've had people uh, email us uh, and, and even call and, and let us know that they're marking off each of these that they've okay. actually mm. done. Oh, that's great. And even in since February, we've had one couple that have gone through half, half the book. <laughs> from beginning to end, just picking different parts, you know, just kind of open the book and point. Um, but they said that they've covered half of the book already. And did they say anything about the relationship because of that? Oh, they said it's more fun. They yeah. that, that is the one word we hear more than ever with this book is we brought joy back into our relationship or we laugh more than we used yeah. to and we're having more fun. And that's so important because we get so caught up in life and work and all the requirements and things we have to do that we forget to take time for fun. Yeah. And this is designed to make fun part of your lifestyle as a couple. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Yeah. Important. So so you've had you've had quite a few people who've written to you. Let me see if I can find one that I really like. So let's look. Um let's see. Um I'm looking here to see which one I really like. I like the positive um, alphabet soup. Oh, that's a great. I, but I love Wordle. And it, that kind of reminds me of Wordle a little bit. I've become like a Wordle junkie. So um, this kind of, this kind of is, it's not the same, but it's in that same family, if you will. Right. You want to explain what it says? So, yes, I do. Listeners know Play positive alphabet soup. Come up with four positive words that start with each letter of the alphabet. Then create affirmations starting with we are and add the words. Here's a start. A is awesome. B, bodacious. C, courageous. D, dynamic. E, enthusiastic. And then we are. And you could even, if you wanted to make it a conversation, you could say, then say, how are we? Awesome. How are we bodacious? And that leads to a great discussion or conversation. Yeah. Um, And and there's a variation to that, too. Uh, where you start with I am, and I am resourceful, I am bodacious, I am beautiful. And 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 the really neat thing about that is, is that Sarah and I have an affirmation that says, what follows I am follows you. So I am beautiful follows you, I, I, I am resourceful follows me, or I am afraid, fear follows you. So you don't want to go with something that that you don't want following I am, that you don't want part of your life. You want to stay positive and optimistic. That's very good. Wow. Here's one I really like. 
Lie on your back and describe the cloud pictures that you see. Ah. <laughs> As you look up at the clouds, see how many different forms. I've done that. I mean, I've some, sometimes I've done it when I'm driving. You know, just say, wow, that looks like a family or a castle. Or, yes. yeah. But I think that that's, that's really an interesting one, too. And that's fun to do as a couple because you, you could even look at the same cloud and see different pictures in it. And then as you start sharing with each other, uh, you start seeing different perceptions of the same thing, which is really cool. Yeah, I know. It's like a Rorschach test. Yes. And there's no right or wrong. That's what's so nice. It's not like there's a right answer and a wrong answer. It's different options, which. I like this one and I've done this one. Um, Let me count the ways. Make a list of what you love about each other. Share your list with each other. I think that's important. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. And we don't often say it enough. Uh, what we do love about each other. And that's so important. It's and this just, next one, create a picture of everything you love about your partner, then share your drawings with each other. Even if you can't draw, you could get it from the web or magazines. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. Yeah. yeah. And like it, a vision, almost like a vision board in a way. Yes. And it's the creativity of it. And if when two people can create something together, that's powerful as well. And so being, you could even create a joint picture. I mean, so these things are starters. They're idea starters for you. So you can go by the book Mm -hmm. or there's nothing, nobody, there's no relationship playbook police that are going to come and make sure you do it exactly the Mm -hmm. way it's written in the book. You get the freedom to say, you know, I'm not sure I like, like sing your favorite love song to each other. I don't know if I really want to do that. I don't know if you really want to hear me sing, but I'll play it for you. And you could, you know, you could shift it. Don't feel like you're bound by something that's here. It's more, wow, how can we use this to to find more fun ways to do things together? Mm-hmm. And we tried to come up with things that some of them are very easy to do. And some of them will stretch you out of your comfort zone a little bit, like have a water fight, a water gun fight. I mean, you may feel a little silly doing that as two adults, but it's amazing how that brings out the the playfulness within mm. us. Mm. Right. All right. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk about the last part of the book, which is the appendix that you don't want to cut out. <laughs> no, pun intended. These are tip sheets. These are tip sheets offering top five tips to deal with specific pressure points in relationships. And I like that rather than trouble spot to use the word pressure points. And then you have a bonus tip that can transform your relationship. So we'll hear all about that. Um, again, just share how people can find you on your website, and then we'll take a break. Oh, okay. all right. HoltonProductMall.com is where all our books are. And HoltonConsulting.com talks about our corporate work and UCFYP.com, which is Unity Center for Universal Prosperity.org. Sorry, UCFYP.org, the shortcut to get to our spiritual work. Okay, wonderful. All right, folks, we'll be right back and we're going to be talking about some tip sheets, top five tips to deal with specific pressure points in relationships and a number one bonus tip that can transform your relationship forever. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. I'll be back with Sharon Bill Holton right after the break. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
Did you know that the quality of our daily lives is directly influenced by the design of our built environment? Our homes, our work, the way we move, and where we play are all shaped by the design of our cities. This thought-provoking new show from architect, urban designer, and educator, Carrie Pennebod, examines the complex forces that shape the making of our physical world. Lively conversations with leading experts in a variety of fields engage some of the greatest challenges facing our cities today, including climate change, affordable housing, embedded technologies, infrastructure design, architecture and the arts, urban policy, social mobility, and much, much more. Tune in every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time, so that together we can design a better world. Tune in to the soul of enterprise, business, and the knowledge economy with co-hosts Ron Baker and Ed Klass. Ron and Ed will show you how to recognize that wealth is created by intellectual capital. It's all in the possibilities that we can create and that are created for us. These possibilities are destined to be discovered by human imagination and through the service of others, creating a brighter future for all of us. The soul of enterprise is heard live every Friday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern time on the Voice America Variety Channel. All who live face a time of passing. Is death the end, or will souls enter an afterlife? Have you ever wondered about historical figures and what they would say if they were alive today? Psychics and authors Barry and Connie Strom will use their gift of spirit communication to answer questions and channel spirits concerning the hereafter. Tune in to Spirit Speak, exploring the afterlife with Barry and Connie Strom at 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. are listening to the Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to the Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone. We are back. You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. My guests are Cher and Bill Holton, and they are ordained unity ministers and founders of the Holton Consulting Group, which combines secular business teachings with ongoing spiritual practices. They are business partners, dance partners, co-authors, fun lovers, and marriage partners for 45 years. And they are sharing their secrets in a new book, um, along with 50 books that they've written, 50 titles in their publishing companies. Uh, their book, newest book, is called Relationship Playbook, and it's really to help people who have good relationships and solid relationships make it even stronger and more fun and deeper. So welcome back, Sharon Bell. Thank you. So let's talk about the last part of your book, which is the tip sheets, you know, offering your tips to deal with specific pressure points. And notice how you worded that. You didn't say trouble spots. I said <laughs> pressure points. So that's, again, much more positive connotation um, mm-hmm. in relationships. And then that number one bonus tip that can transform your relationships. So we want to hear them. Uh, yeah. Well, we have five different tip sheets, and uh, each of them have five tips on, on that particular sheet. And the one that uh, I'm reading from right now is uh, five tips to stay in love despite different beliefs, religious, political values, food choices, etc. 
And oh, how, I need to hear that one. <laughs> <laughs> and how you can manage all of those uh, things as a couple. Um, and uh, we have the the first tip is, uh, and this probably won't, won't surprise you, openly communicate with each other to identify where your beliefs and biases and uh, uh, different uh, disagreements even are dramatically different, but that you can handle them. And we give you some, some tips uh, under that as to how to do that. For example, take turns sharing one item from your list at a time with no discussion around it other than just sharing it. For example, number two. Number two is to respect each other's right to have the beliefs they have. And we feel that's really important because beliefs are so personal. And uh, we talk more about that, of course, but we're not here to fix each other. We're just here to understand. We always talk about where we're alike, but we are going to have some differences in our beliefs in there somewhere. And it's important to understand that so we can support each other. Uh, By the way, this is key because right here, this can make or break a relationship. Yes. Ah. And you've, I'm sure you've seen a break a relationship Absolutely. You know, when the beliefs are so different that then they become antagonistic to each other. Mm-hmm. And they start showing up in other places in the relationship. You begin to use those as little swords against each other instead of focusing on where we do have similarity. You know, when the intent becomes to hurt one another, then you've moved into that area where you need other kind of help. Thank you. That's good. All right, your third one. Um, And a lot of biases, of course, become dogmas. And the best place to keep your dogmas is on a leash outside in the dog box. Not not between. I love it. Um, To uh, set clear ground rules around the different beliefs and biases and how you will talk with each other about each of them. And if the beliefs affect the activities you participate in, lovingly clarify what decisions will be made from that point on as a couple. This is really critical uh, because what we're doing is saying when we establish ground rules, then we can't, we don't use it against each other. We figure out, okay, we have different beliefs in this area. I mean, one of the simple ones to use as an example is food. If a vegetarian is married to a meat lover, (laughs) let's keep it simple. How do we, how do we handle our meals? How do we talk about food? How do we, what do we do when we go out with other people? How are we going to support one another in that process rather than turn it into a fight every time we have to eat together? Mm-hmm. So and that's a good example. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's one. Mm-hmm. And it, we, we, know, we have a lot of friends who have fallen in that category, actually. Uh, and it can be re- embarrassing and almost awkward to go out with them because they learned how to handle that that difference in belief mm-hmm. and be willing to compromise where you can. That's important. Also, you know, that's that power of compromise. And then of course, number five, be appreciative and express gratitude to each other for sacrifices, compromises, and honest communication. Beautiful. And what's your bonus point? Oh, okay. I was going to give you one quick example as well, because my parents, my mother, because she has a very different religious belief than us. And we, Bill is so good about visiting with me, not just saying you go visit her and I'll stay home. And he's so respectful of the beliefs that she has, which is much more traditional and fundamental. And he'll go with me to her church service. I mean, that's an example Mm -hmm. of that compromise and, and being so 
good about being supportive of that. Great. Very good. Your bonus tip. Okay, the bonus tip. I get to share this one because I just love this. This is our, it's called SOS. It's an SOS formula and it's very simple. Anything you start to do or say or even think, ask yourself the question, is this going to support or sabotage our relationship? And if it's supporting, you do it. If it's sabotage, you're not going to do it. You don't do it. So apply the SOS test before you speak. Apply the SOS test before you take action. That SOS will save your relationship. I love this. It's wonderful. All right. We could close on that note, but do you have any other closing thoughts for couples? Just that people ask us all the time, uh, if you have any advice on relationships, um, what is the secret to your relationship? And the advice we give them is daily reciprocity of mutual admiration, romantic love, compassion, open communication, and loving kindness toward each other. Period. Stop. And sometimes you can learn that. Sometimes it's not part of what you do, but you can learn that. You can absolutely learn it. And practice always helps it get better. Yeah. It's been an honor and a pleasure and just wonderful to have you both on today. I mean, really, truly. Thank you. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And again, people can find you at? At HoltonProductMall.com for our products, HoltonConsulting.com and UCFYP.org. Okay. Thank you so much. Stay on with me for a minute. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition of the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Um, to find me, you can write me, Patricia, at PatriciaRaskin.com, and I'll put you on my, news- my newsletter list, and you can see all the wonderful guests I have on each month. Also, if you're thinking about doing your own podcast, I've interviewed about 5,000 guest experts in my career, and I'd love to help you put your podcast together and spread your positive message as well as what we do on this program. So contact me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com. You can find me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.